0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. You are listening
1: to Calling All Sports on 15 stations in three states. Those states being South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. And if you look at our coverage area, it's it's pretty much the same thing as you would get with, say, Dakota News Now. If you drew a big huge circle around Sioux Falls that goes eh, a couple hundred miles each direction, that's us with all of our affiliates. So that I I love the fact that we are able to reach so many different people and we have guests like we did Ben Gurleman from Central Lion. we 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 constantly have G Pack coaches from Northwestern and Dort and Mount Marty and Dakota Wesleyan and um from Dakota State and Northern, and of course Augie and USF and SMSU and South Dakota State and USD and high school athletes, and just great stories to tell from athletes in all of these areas. Uh, it, it's not a coach's show. It turns into it sometimes, but uh, that's because we get a lot to talk about. But we, we also talk to people that aren't even necessarily in, in sports when there's an interesting story to be told. I was telling this story the other day to somebody who's interested in being a sponsor that. We quite often have, you know, singers that live in Nashville that are from Chester, uh, like, like Haley Steele. Uh, we have people like George McGovern when he was still with us. He was one of my favorite guests of all time. Just a fascinating person. Just the, his stories that he could tell about all the different parts of his life that were, each one of those were, were very very interesting you combine them all into one person and it's hard to believe that he did all the things he did another such person is curtis riggs our next (laughs) guest he is uh his life is so interesting i could go on and on and on and on and on but we're just going to talk about the storm today okay
2: (laughs) yeah that's more than fine with me (laughs) how are you i i'm good i'm good how are you mark no i'm fine
1: it's crazy time of the year for us with uh with all the state Basketball tournaments and all the national tournaments. I'll head out to Roanoke, Virginia here on Wednesday and, uh, actually kind of gets me back to one of my old stomping grounds because I'm a Richmond spider and we used to take road trips to Virginia Tech, which is where South Dakota State will play. We had a fraternity, you know, I had a fraternity. I was a Kappa Sigma at Richmond. They had a Kappa Sigma at, uh, at Virginia Tech and I, I recall going out there a couple of times, going to concerts out there going to football games, going to basketball games, sometimes for fun, sometimes working. So that'll actually be kind of fun. But it, the, the unfortunate thing about this is it's too bad they have to go so far because that limits the number of people that can go and cheer for them.
2: It is, yeah. And, and <clears throat> I think you've seen it better than anyone. I mean, the the Jacks have <laughs> tremendous following. Um, <clears throat> you know, I saw it firsthand with with uh, football and then um, – you know, the Summit League, I, I love going out to the games, and um, you just you see so much blue. So yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see how many they get. I was so hoping for Iowa City, but um, yeah. I, I know everybody
1: else probably was too. They came close to it because they, you know, if they could have been seated one higher or one lower, they might have gone there, but anyway. And, and then had they won there, they'd have gone to Seattle, so I could have gone to see Kalen DeBoer
2: yeah maybe yeah. He's got, house, You know, I don't know if you'd see him though like he I talked to him yesterday and um he was able to go to a softball game with Alexis I don't I, you know she's going to University of Washington to play softball but um besides that he had been uh, on a grueling tour of travel and then got back and had to do forty staff evaluations nice. and the only time he could go into the office where he could be left alone to kind of get something done he was going in at three in the morning and um you know from about three to five a.m he could get caught up on stuff and you know so i'd get a text from him at you know four a.m and i'm like what are you doing um but he yeah he he just uh had to really get caught up and now they're in spring ball so he's got a little more routine though
1: now you're talking about grueling travel i'm guessing that's all recruiting
2: <clears throat> yeah, re- recruiting and then also, um, y- you know, speaking engagements, boosters, alum, you know, different types of promotional things. The conference, Pac-12 conference, they have to do things for it. I, I think there's so many things that people, um, you know, don't even realize, especially for the, the-, the head coach. Um, it- it's interesting. I'll talk to Chuck Morrell quite a bit, too, or Ryan Grubb, and I mean their schedules are all dictated pretty much by someone else but they're also different and they really don't know you know kayla knows what others are doing but the others don't know what anyone else is doing i mean they're just in their lane doing their thing wow yeah and and, and you don't want to be part of all that <laughs> um it, i will be yeah i will here at some point eventually you know um We'll, we'll make it work and and it'll happen, and I'd love to just i mean you you know how close scale and I are and to just be a part of his program and and continue to um get back into college football is something that's kind of exciting for me, so we'll, we'll see
1: and the beautiful thing is what they're building there and and I'm hoping that they they can just keep building and building because with the success <laughs> he had in his first year going eleven and two. You know, lots of other big time schools are going to be bugging him to come work for them. And it, it's like, when does this stop? I mean, he needs to stay in one place. And I know that's yeah. hard.
2: Yeah, it, it, you're right. That doesn't stop. Uh, but he does want to. He wants to stay there. And um, I think uh, the commitment factor of everyone was greatly questioned this year and answered right away by Michael Penix. And as soon as he stepped up and said, I'm staying, then their top two receivers stayed, their top two defensive ends. And we're talking two guys that, um, you know, are going to go in the first three rounds of the draft. They stayed. Um, so all the top players stayed. And then it just trickled. It, you know, Ryan Grubb gets offered job by the University of Alabama. I mean, who turns that down? And uh, it just tells you what a great thing they have going there. He was able to keep, Every single member of his staff, and people might say, "Well, yeah, okay, no, they were getting picked from the best of the power fives um, to come to their programs and offered a ridiculous amount of money, and they all turned it away to stay for this this next upcoming year wow. now I can't say that'll happen next year, right, but he was able to do it this year, and um, I think he knows that it'll be a miracle if he was able to do that next year
1: well." Guys like Ryan Grubb, for example, I'm guessing the opportunity to be a head coach somewhere would be something he couldn't turn down.
2: Yeah. And I, I think Ryan wants to be, um, and, and he's put himself in a great position for two things, either to <clears throat> go to the NFL or to become a head coach. And, um, and he, he's deserved it. I mean, he, he works his tail off. And, um, you know, the good things they did this year. Weren't just because they had really good players. I mean, he, he really put them in a great position to succeed and, and, and they're all reaping the benefits and Grub got a nice, you know, pay raise and is very deserving of that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's exciting stuff. Curtis Riggs, our guest. He is the head coach and general manager of the storm. Season starts in, let me do my math. What, 18 or 19 days, something like that. Uh, April yeah, 1st. Yeah. The, the guys
2: are already starting to come in.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's such a weird time for a football season to start. Doesn't it always seem odd to you, or is it something you just can't wait for?
2: Uh, you know, I know it's coming, but I'm never quite ready for it. And yeah, it does seem it seems strange, um, and uh, uh, it's always one where you just never quite feel prepared, even though we've gone through it for so many years now.
1: Well, I got press releases from your team throughout the course of the winter, and perfectly honest, uh, don't tell anybody i said this but i don't pay attention to them because i don't generally know who these guys are that you've signed um and and there's so much movement and change from one year to the next probably more so in your indoor football league than almost any other sport isn't there
2: there yeah there really is i you know i i think um the the thing that uh, speaking of south dakota state the thing that they created with such great success has trickled down to everyone else in the area because, you know, what they do winning on the field and then their players moving on. Um, I mean, the guys that we're trying to get are guys that are pursuing NFL careers and um, other area schools. When they see the success, those players at SDSU are having, they want to do the same. And so it's, it's become very difficult to get area guys and, and uh, it's, it's a battle that we're continuing to fight. I, Mark, I took two uh, USD players and we had an expansion draft for guys that got cut from the XFL. I mean, they just get cut from the XFL. We have a partnership with the XFL. So the partnership means the XFL will pull players from our league. I can send film. I can say, Hey guys, this is the guy you need to look at. Um, it, it's really a great setup, a great relation. But when these guys got cut, I, I mean, I, I took a player from Northern Iowa, Upper Iowa, two from USD, and uh, all four of them, um, they're not playing anywhere now. And when I reached out and said, guys, you, you need to come in, play, and move up, they are they have the mindset that I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for someone to get hurt. I'm going to wait for the door to open again for me to go back. And what 's going to happen inevitably is they 're going to sit and then they 're going to move on with life life 's going to happen because there's going to be five hundred other new guys that come in and and are the fresh, more recognizable names and and those poor guys that sit will they won 't step on the field again
1: well, the unfortunate thing about that, and i 'm guessing is Curtis Riggs joins us if they 're not playing
2: they 're less apt
1: to get a call aren 't they
2: oh for sure yeah and and you know what the thing they don 't understand is. Like when they don't play and we call them to give them a chance and they waver or say no, it's not like we sit and dwell. Like we move on, you know, and, and so, uh, like Caleb Deresh, who was great when I talked to him. He, he was really good. He just, I'm sure he has an agent that's saying, let's just wait, let's wait. Well, you know, as, as Caleb makes that decision to hold off, I, I then signed Jatavian Poles, who was, you know, all conference at Tulane. And, um, you know, I've already had four scouts call me about him that they want to see him as soon as he steps on the field for us. They want film, and they're looking at him, and he's right on the cusp of getting up to XFL or CFL. I, I, and that's what happens, Mark. I and mean, there's so many players out there. The sad part is is we want those area guys. We want those guys here playing. And, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll keep plugging away, and we'll find a way to get them.
1: However, going back to my original question about, or statement that it changes so much every year. It didn't used to be like yeah. that. You had you used to have a no, couple of didn't. guys that came back every year because they were from around here.
2: Yeah, they they were around from, and we also a lot of guys made Sioux Falls home too, and um, it, you know we we have kind of gotten away from that also, and um, you know with our our local ownership, um, you know this has been a, a big discussion for us about. You know, how do we get those Nate Floyds and Shannon Poppinas and Austin Fliegers and, and then sprinkle in a, a Terrence Bryant or a James Terry? You know, um, uh, it, it, it's been challenging. It was easier, though, when, when there was the NCC rather than the Missouri Valley. That was a big change for us.
1: All right, so who are some of the names we might recognize on your squad this year?
2: Yeah, well, you know, one kid that actually has made Sioux Falls uh, – home and is a Shadron State kid, Cole Thurness, a receiver. We have a really deep, talented pool of receivers, but I, I think he's going to be one that people really gravitate to. And, um, you know, I was just talking to him. He's a, a trainer at Orthopedic uh, Institute, OI Performance and, um, sharp kid. Uh, he's trying to become an EMT, but is really excited about playing football and, and missed out on opportunities and looks at this as his last shot. So someone like him, You know, we also brought back our our all-league receiver, Donnie Corley, um, who's tremendous. But where we had a big change, Mark, was O&D line. Like, we went out and found uh, a lot of guys. And, um, you know, it was kind of by numbers that we're like, we're going to get a lot of them. We all think they're pretty good. But amongst those, we're going to find some really good ones. and, And that'll be our staple for success.
1: All right. So how many guys do you bring to camp and how many do you keep?
2: Yeah, we bring 40 and you know, some it could be one day and you get it it, because of work comp. If you see someone that is not going to help you immediately, you you let them go and it it is the most cutthroat business ever, which is really, really difficult because you work so hard to get these guys to commit and come in. And then you end it at a snap of a finger. And because you just, you can't have projects. You can't have those guys that you think, oh, well, maybe he'll help us. We can't. We got to cut down to 25 guys, 21 guys suit. Those four guys that aren't suiting have to be guys that are ready to step on right away. Um, so you end up letting a lot of really good players go.
1: Isn't that the part of your job that stinks the most?
2: You know, it used to, the first guy I ever felt when I was head coach was one of my really good friends, Corey Walker, who's in our, our, you know, our ring of honor. Yeah. And, um, I had to let him go and it, I thought, boy, I, I can't do this. This is, this is tough. And, um, uh, and the only other one that was really difficult was when I told Mark Blackburn, who is going to help join our staff this year and, um, I told him I thought he should retire. We had a young, really, really talented linebacker named Kiki Bowie. And um, I thought Kiki was going to be the next Mark Blackburn. So Mark and I met one night at 9 o'clock at night in my office, and it was just he and I. And I told him, Mark, you should retire. And he looked at me, and he's like, oh, you think so, huh? <laughs> and boy, and then it. when I think back to it, like, he, I mean, you know, Mark's the guy that could rip my arms off and beat me with them. And I mean, just, but you know, he just, he took that, he went to the gym, worked out and he said, he sent me a text saying, no, I'm coming back and I'll be better than ever. And he he did, he had two more all league seasons and, you know, he's the best linebacker he's ever played for. It's just tremendous. And, and he's doing so well in the city of Sioux Falls now too.
1: Yeah. I remember, I, I, I seem to remember that story. That's. That's not even yeah. hard. That's actually funny because he went.
2: Okay, oh, yeah. I'll show you. Funny now, you, it's you, funny now, Mark. You but I think him. back that I was sitting in there at <laughs> nine o'clock at night telling him he should hang it up. And <laughs> uh, boy, there's other guys that yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have gone so well.
1: Were so. you uh Were you mumbling it? Were you sort of like how at did the it- time? I
2: thought he's going to be receptive to this. I think he knows too, and he he's going to move on with his life and. And then when I saw him start to, you know, grit his teeth and kind of shake his head a little bit, oh, you think so, huh? Like, boy, I'm I'm really not in a good situation here. (laughs) Yeah, and And thankfully he he was the man he is, and he 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 totally proved me wrong, and I'm so thankful for that.
1: But he was between you and the
2: door. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, Yeah, well, and I'm not outrunning him. I mean, I had no chance either way. Like, (laughs) even if I was, yeah, he's catching me.
1: Oh my goodness! All right, so what? I mean. With all the guys that you've got coming in, what type of team should we maybe be expecting this year?
2: Well, we're going to be fast. Um, You know, our our skilled guys, I think uh, um, we've got a lot of speed, a lot of size. We've got four, which is rare to bring this many, four tailbacks coming in. Hmm. And, And I feel like all four of them. Our, our starters that, uh, you know, we only brought one back. Our, our starter last year, Nate Chavia signed a two year deal in the CFL. Um, and then the kid that backed him up last year, Bryson Denley, who is, uh, you know, a very explosive player. Um, but then we, we got a kid named Stefan, uh, Hutterson from, uh, Tulane also that is very multi-dimensional, which really breeds a lot of success in our league. Um, when they can catch it, run it, do a lot of different things, special teams. Um, we, we feel like he's, he's got a lot of upside.
1: Well, that's what you need in your league. You have to have guys that are multi-talented that could even play different positions and maybe even play some defense if you need them to.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, it just comes down to you got to score. Yeah. I mean, you got to score. We, of course, you got to get stops, but you got to keep the pressure on them. Hey, one interesting wrinkle this year, Mark, that, you know, last year you could do the root or the, uh, um, Deuce kick, the last two, the last minute of each half, you could try to kick it through the uprights on kickoffs. Okay. And you'd get two points. This year they changed it. You. you can do that anytime during the game and mm-hmm. they added a wrinkle to it. If you kick off at going for a, a deuce and you hit the uprights and it ricochets back into the field, it's a live ball. And so I, I'm not sure how to take this. I, I felt like you at league meetings, I'm like, guys, this is dangerous. But the Arena League guys were all like, it is such an exciting component of, of, uh, the indoor game and to bring this in. The fans at first will be like, what in the heck is going on? But as they pick it up, they'll, every time they're going to be hoping for that ricochet because a lot of teams will go for the deuce.
1: Why wouldn't you every time?
2: Yeah. If you, if you got a kicker that can, like Parker Douglas. Uh, he would have made it nine out of 10 times like his leg strength and be able to hit with accuracy from that far you know adam hicks the most accurate guy we yeah. ever had no the consistent distant part would have been right. it. but uh um it, it depends who we got i think we have one guy that really can boom the ball but he's kind of coming off injury so we got a young guy to come in with him and and we'll see um, of those two who can consistently hit that.
1: Okay. Well, that, that adds some, uh, some intrigue and some excitement yeah. to the
2: game. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think fans will like it. All
1: right. April 1st, your first game at Quad City. April 9th, which is a Sunday, is your first home game, correct?
2: Correct. Iowa Barnstormers. Yep. All right.
1: All right. Well, we'll see you on the field soon. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Curtis. Curtis Riggs, our guest here on Calling All Sports, the head coach and general manager of the storm, whose season is right around the corner. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com.
0: That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, Make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom
3: to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank. Banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured.
1: Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago.
3: It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love to. For you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your
1: favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to eight five zero zero zero. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president.
3: Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly <laughs> can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to
0: Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health & Fitness, and Fireplace Pros.
1: And thanks to all of our fine sponsors for making this show a reality. Um, it's going to be a busy week this week. I'll be gone a couple of days. Thursday will be a best-of show because of boys' state basketball coverage. Wednesday and Friday, Mike will be here because I'm heading off to cover South Coast State. So I'll be back tomorrow. Looking forward to that. A uh, couple of great guests that we've got on tap for tomorrow. A reminder, I mentioned this earlier in the show, that at 3 o'clock Central Time, if you're interested in going to Blacksburg, Virginia, and getting tickets for South Dakota State against USC on Friday night, you can call 605-688-5422. That's 605-688-5422. Or email sdsu.tickets at sdstate.edu. tickets at sd State.edu. That's after 3 o'clock Central Time to request tickets. It looks like they're going to play at 7 o'clock Central Time on Friday night, approximately uh, after the conclusion of the first game between Virginia Tech and Northern Chattanooga. Chattanooga. So, there you go. Uh, Jackrabbits know where they're headed. They're headed to... One of my old stomping grounds in in Virginia, I went to college at Richmond, and we used to travel out to Blacksburg every now and then for football games or basketball games or to the frat house or to uh, a couple of concerts along the way. Should be a fun trip. We'll talk tomorrow.